Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail. It is May 2018. I know that's a weird way to kind of introduce the date, but you'll see why at a later episode. And this is episode, officially, episode number one of our brand new podcast. I am your host, Justin Krutzinger, and sitting directly to my right is your other host, Samantha Krutzinger. Welcome to the monorail, Samantha. Well, hello. You might also know her as, also starring as my wife. I am the husband. And I'm also the mom of this family. The mom of the family, and let's bring in the rest of the family. Ladies first, on my left, it's McKenna. Hey. Hey, McKenna. What's up? Welcome aboard the monorail. Oh, wow. It's a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) And directly across from me is her little brother, Garrett. Hello. Hello, Garrett. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. We collectively are the Monday Morning Monorail hosts. You will see as the show goes on, it's not going to be all of us all the time. It will probably usually be just me and Samantha, uh, but the kids will join when they can. They have things that they think are called lives, quote unquote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so sometimes they might not be able to be with us. Actually, I call it Fortnite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I call it work. Yeah, well, you know, work's overrated, but you'll find that out as you continue to grow up. It's all about the podcast, and it's all about Disney, by the way, because this show is going to be all about Walt Disney World. We, the four of us, are a bunch of Disney nerds, I would say. Not just the parks, but the Disney movies, any pretty much Disney TV, anything Disney is creating, and they're buying up everything, so eventually they're going to own everything we love, and they're getting pretty close as it is. Yeah. Um, but even before they purchased all of our childhood and all of our geekdom... Um, they were creating all the things that helped to make what our childhood was. So we all kind of, I would say in a different way, have passions for things about Disney. And what we're going to do on this show, just this first one, episode one, we're going to put our credentials out on the table and kind of talk about why it is that we're doing a Disney podcast. Because I'm going to say this, and you'll see, this is, by the way, this is a little timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly kind of thing. You're gonna, Uh-oh, Doctor Who. Yeah, you're going to see in episode two, I say this as well. So we're going back. Behind the Curtain, Peek Behind the Curtain, episode two was recorded first. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> but I say this there, and I'm going to say it again. We are not going to claim to be Disney experts. No. By no stretch of the imagination. Definitely not. We're not no. experts. What we are is passionate about Disney. We're Disney fans. Huge fans. We love the yes. movies. We love the parks. And we love talking about it. And this is probably going to be a way, I know Samantha's going to feel relief, because this is going to be a way for me to maybe get this out of my system so I don't just talk about it all week long to the family. Yep. <laughs> and, yep. and we can consolidate it down into this show. But it's not just going to be about us talking about it. We want to talk about it with you. So as you kind of get to know us, what I hope is that we start to develop a community with our listeners 
you interact with us, you send us questions, thoughts, suggestions, feedback, and if you would like, there's going to be an opportunity for you to get involved by bringing trip reports and coming on the show and talking to us live. And let us know about everything that's rose gold in the parks. Yeah, you know that trend's over with, by the way. Why? It's, it, it came and went, and now they're on millennial pink. Oh, that's no, Yeah, that's the, like that's the new thing going on at Disney. Make it yellow. Well... <laughs> I've got green? news about that. Oh, the yellow ice cream? Yeah. But we, oh, yeah. So hold it. That's okay. a, that's an right. episode three topic. To make everything green. <laughs> everything green? Yeah. You sound like Kermit over there. <laughs> it's not easy being green. Hello. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just to talk a little bit more about the content. So we'll probably kick off every show, especially at the first of the month. We're going to talk about park updates, what's going on in the parks, what are the events, rides that are open, rides that are closed, new things coming. We'll also do news and notes every week. In the middle, you're going to hear a little segment that is co-hosted with uh, one of our co-pilots. I like to say our monorail co-pilot. That's super nerdy, but I like to say it. It's fine. A it monorail is. co-pilot. Landon Doan joins us for the middle section that I call M34D, which is an awesome way to say Monday morning monorail deep dive, deep Disney deep dive with Dawes. M34D. Wow, that's a mouthful. It is. That's why you shorten it to the M34D, and it's catchy. The ladies like that kind of thing. Yeah. Acronyms are good. Ladies like it. (laughs) So so we'll do that in the middle, and that's where we're really going to focus in on something. You know, Disney in general is kind of all about telling stories. What we're going to do with M34D is tell stories about the rides, the shows, the attractions, the restaurants. Really focus on one thing each show and dig into it. Not only tell the story of that particular topic, but then tell our story about our experience with those things, too. So that's going to be really fun. We're, we've got a lot of good things lined up, and I'm looking forward to that. And then the end of the show is going to be where we get more to the interactive stuff. And so that's where we'll bring on comments from Twitter. We'll bring on emails. We are setting up a voicemail that you're going to be able to call and leave messages, and we'll bring that audio onto the show as well, and that'll be the real fun interactive portion. I'm looking forward to that probably more than anything, so I hope that really gets picked up. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. That'll be good. You can That'd tell cool. us how awesome we are all the time. <laughs> we'll tell take it. me how awesome I am. And if you really <laughs> feel that way, iTunes. Yes. Five stars, right? Exactly. All right. So let's dig into the topic of this show, which is really just giving us a chance to kind of introduce ourselves. I do a little bit of it on show two, but I'll do some here. I'll save all my answers kind of for fourth, and we'll just go, go around the table, and we'll make this a round table. But first, let's just kick off, and I'm going to let McKenna start off. You're going to start us off with this one. Tell me why it is you want to do a Disney podcast with your family. Why do you love Disney? What is it about Disney? Well, I love Disney. Well, they have everything I love now, including roller coasters, Marvel movies, Deadpool kind of. It's getting there. Yeah, it's with the acquisition there of Fox, yeah. Um, Ratatouille, <laughs> the best movie ever created. You can fight me on that. Ratatouille ride coming to Epcot soon. Um, it's coming to Epcot? Yep. I thought there was just one in France. There was. They're building oh it in gosh. Epcot now. Is it going to be exactly the same? Same thing, yeah. Oh, Ratatouille <laughs> so much. Awesome. I mean, the rat is like my hero. Just made yeah. her day. Yeah. All right. Well, okay, I can't. I sidetracked I'm, like, I'm just keep thinking about that now. Yeah. So you're a fan of the movies. You're a fan of the parks. Yeah. Uh, fan of Star Wars, too. I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. So Galaxy's Edge, really important and to us. I'm a fan of Epcot because of the good food and apparently oh, yeah. the new Ratatouille ride coming. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to put... I'm sorry, I'm really excited about this now. <laughs> in France. It's going to be in France. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's something for you okay. to think about. We'll move on to Garrett. Garrett, 
Tell us about what you love about Disney. So I agreed with everything she said, Mm -hmm. but I want to add something. Yep. I love animation. Okay. And Disney does a lot of that. Yep. So I I look up to them Mm -hmm. with uh, their animation. Yeah, you're not, you're not such a bad animator yourself, so I know you take some inspiration from Disney, and who knows, maybe you could be a Disney animator someday. <laughs> he yeah, definitely right. could be. You could. Very talented. Yeah, so that's cool, so that's a good addition. You're, we'll, we'll probably get into this as we go, but your first park experience maybe was, it had its ups and downs, Yeah. but uh, I think once you left, looking back on it, you've got a really good it memory, was, right? It was really good. Right. So we'll, we'll get in more to that later, but all right. <laughs> and Sam, your turn. So tell us what you love about Disney. Well, I really love Disney because I've been to Disney World two times now, Um and both times I could say that someone went within the company went out of their way to make things great for us. Mm-hmm. It's not just a company, it's an experience. And they want to make sure that you have the best time and they do that for you and you always go back. Even, even whenever you can't go to a Disney park, you can go to a Disney movie and or pull out one of your DVDs and put it in, and it makes you happy. Um, although there are some things that don't end as well as you hope that they do, like Infinity Wars, but we won't talk about that or spoil anything. <laughs> no spoilers. But it's all a, a big story. It all goes together, and um, their animation, like Garrett was saying, it's just great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's a bad Disney movie. Um, if there is, you guys should t- let me know because I'd be interested to watch it. Some people would say Treasure Planet. What? Treasure Planet's so good. But people hate that movie. I like it too. But I, I liked it. I, I mean, I could appreciate it for what it was. Right? I don't Song think of the I've South. Seen it. Song of the South. Okay. That's a bad one. That, yeah. Yeah. Too soon, McKenna. Too soon. Maybe there are some bad ones. <laughs> but right now, currently, they're doing it. They're, they're killing doing, it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Them. Yeah. All their movies currently are awesome. Yeah. What about you, Dad? Along with Pixar. I think I have a really big answer, and I'll try to condense it a little bit. Um, I was very fortunate growing up that my parents were able to take me to Disney several times. I think in total now I've been close to 10, wow. 10 times to Disney World. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. I was very lucky growing up. I have a lot of amazing memories of those trips. And I think if you just talk about the parks, it is an experience, and it's something that while you're there, you feel like you're in this magical bubble where everything's just kind of right in the world temporarily, right? It's just, it's just pretty, I mean, we, we all have Disney breakdowns, like it happens. Um, and that's something we'll probably talk about at some point, but, um. Oh, I'd love to tell my Disney breakdown. <laughs> yeah. I would not. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to avoid. I mean, you spend long days, you get really tired. It's really hot there. It's like standing on the surface of the sun, but, but for the most part, I mean, it, the cast members make it a magical experience. The rides are amazing. I would say I have always been a fan of theme parks and roller coasters, but Disney is, it, it's, it's almost, it's in its own category because we go to places like Kings Island, we go to places like Dollywood, we go to places like Six Flags, and everybody that has had that experience understands you go to those parks and you can have a really good time, but the immersion that you get at Disney is not there, just the, the I would say the cast member experience is not there, it's a totally different thing, yeah. and when you're at Disney, you really feel like you're transported to another place. It's very magical. I mean, that's what Walt intended, and I feel like they execute it 
amazingly well. So it's that. But then you factor in, I was raised on the, on the movies, you know, and, and I could go through and name, you know, all the, the classics that I can remember going to the theaters and seeing Aladdin, Lion King, Little Mermaid, you know, and growing up, like watching, we had the little clamshell VHSs and we had Snow White, Pinocchio, Dumbo, all of those. Um, and so watching the films and, and being raised on not just the animation, but just like Disney films in general was a huge part of my development. It's part of what made me the nerd that I am today, and it keeps me connected. And now, with the fact that under the Disney um umbrella you include things like Star Wars, things like Marvel, Indiana Jones is in there too, there's very little about my childhood and upbringing that they don't own at this point, and that could be brought into the parks and I could experience firsthand. I think all that kind of wrapped up together makes me a, a huge Disney fan. And now, as an adult, when I go... Not only do I have the memories, the amazing childhood memories to like look back on and, and kind of almost relive when I'm there, but now I'm seeing it through our kids' eyes when we go, seeing it through other kids' eyes, and now I can appreciate things that I didn't appreciate before, like the food, yeah, the drinks, the shows, right, that sort of thing. That new, I, that, new stuff, too. Yeah, and all the new stuff. So that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. That's where I'm coming. I know I was getting a lot of eye rolls when I was going through my little... Story oh. over on the children's on the hey, children's I, side. I, of the I never rolled my eyes. I wasn't. I was listening. Okay. So can I share um, the story that changed my whole perception of why everyone thinks Disney is so amazing? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I never had been to Disney before um, as a child. And whenever I was about 26 years old, 27, McKenna was, I, I was 26 and McKenna was about six at the time. Um, and it cost a lot out of my budget to take her to Disney. Um, and it was hot, we were a little tired, but we had a really good time. Um, and it was, it was fun overall, but it, it was a lot of work taking care of you know, a younger girl by myself um, walking around the parks. And there was uh, the Magic Kingdom parade that was starting. Was it the 3 o'clock or the nighttime parade? The 3 o'clock. Okay. And I don't know what that parade is exactly. You probably know the name of it. I don't know what it was at the time. Okay. Well, um, so we make our way up to the front. And it was a little bit of a battle because Disney's really crowded. And But I really wanted her to be able to see it. And we found a good place to stay, stand where we weren't really blocking anyone, but we were right there as the parade was going by. And as we were watching it, you know, she's tired, I'm tired, but we're really excited to see it. And they come through, and um, the fairy godmother from uh, Cinderella is on one of the carriages as it's coming by, and she sees me and McKenna, and she leans down to McKenna with her wand, and she waves it over McKenna's head and says, Your dreams will come true. And I busted out crying <laughs> because it was the most amazing thing that ever happened. And watching McKenna's face whenever the fairy godmother said that to her meant so much because she looked like she really was just blessed by a fairy godmother. And 
she looked at me and I was crying and there's this man standing there and I look at him and he doesn't know who I am and he's like looks at me kind of terrified and I go I'm so sorry I've never been to Disney before (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that that's the thing you remember because the only thing I remember from our trip to Disney is the really scary Snow White and the Seven Dwarves ride (laughs) where I cried on it because the witch turned around she looked really pretty in the mirror and then she was not pretty and it scared (laughs) the crap out of me yeah I think that's probably why that ride changed because it scared a lot of kids. So there were some scary parts in it, yeah. yeah. Like the heart, it was like, oh my goodness, what's happening? Yeah. What kind of scary dimension ride is this? It's like the one thing that sticks out the most to me in, from our Disney trip. Yeah. It was terrifying. You know, I think one of the things that I remember the most from like taking Garrett, of course you all were there for this, but but Garrett's first Disney experience was when we were at the Hollywood Studios and we got to meet Buzz Lightyear and Woody. And that whole interaction was yeah. that was one of my favorite things that happened that whole trip. That was great watching yeah. them interact with Garrett. It you were do you remember that? Well, my favorite part of it was Buzz. Buzz was kind of messing with you, he's playing, and then he he looked at you and he started doing the robot and he pointed at you. And you started doing the robot. I've never seen you do anything like that. It was like mind blowing. I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm sitting here. I'm getting teary just talking about this stuff. But I'm, by the way, I'm a, I'm a sap. I'm emotional. It's okay. It we happens. Love you for that. But yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorite memories of that trip is um, is watching that. And I don't know if I I don't know if I made a video of that. But um, but that moment, like watching that go on, and and I just. To see you open up, right? And that's one of the things that Disney does is is it's it's a totally you become you embrace the magic and you become more childlike and embrace that joy while you're there. So and to get to see kind of Garrett's re- especially because that was a day where he was particularly nervous because we made him ride the Tower of Terror twice. <laughs> that was, little tiny me was not happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the second time while writing it, I liked it, but like before... Thinking about it, you were yes, very nervous. I, I was not excited. My favorite McKenna moment from that trip was her interaction with Gaston. Oh my God. That was oh, amazing. that was great. Yeah. Didn't he get fired? Well, the reason they let that guy go was because he was so good as Gaston, people started requesting him, like specifically. No, and when there was no... Because there's... Here's the thing. There should only be one Gaston. So you can't go say, I don't want that guy. I want the other one. They're like, what are you talking about? That's Gaston. So he was causing a problem because he was so good that they had to like re- reassign him. Yeah. yeah. It really wow. felt like actual Gaston. Yeah, he was awesome. He actually, while we were there, we saw him getting a, a push-up contest with some people. We saw him yeah. arm wrestle people. Yep. Um, and with McKenna, it was just such a fun interaction because she didn't want any part of it. She was in her... Like all attitude mode, and was like, just sign my autograph book. And he was like, Excuse me? No one tells me what to do, all right? No one can boss me around. Yeah. Um, one of my most vivid memories from that is uh, it's not a particularly good one, but it's uh, when we were on the Winnie the Pooh ride mm-hmm. and Piglet's neck started spewing sparks. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> Didn't that ride malfunction and we had to walk off? It stopped, yeah. Yeah. We got walked off the pool. But they gave us tickets. Yeah, we got fast fast passes. passes. So that was really cool. I didn't see the sparks. I didn't realize it. I saw the sparks. (laughs) 
I saw the sparks. So <laughs> well, that would be a reason why they needed to walk us off the ride if Piglet's like shooting I was sparks upset at people. About that, the Winnie the Pooh ride is one of my favorites. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, we did it again, didn't we? Yeah, we I did, think and so. it, was, yeah. it was pretty great. Yeah, it is a good one. And one of my favorite moments with Garrett at Disney when we all went was um, there was a time that you and McKenna wanted to ride something and Garrett really didn't want to. And him and I, we stepped off to the side and we let you guys go and we had some kind of snack. I don't remember what it was, but we kind of sat and we just started talking to each other about the trip and the things that we were liking. And it was just fun because it felt like a moment with just me and Garrett and nobody there. And we we kind of were just talking about the experiences we had had and I don't know, I really enjoyed that, just sitting and talking to him for a little bit and hearing what he thought about everything. Yeah. I do, I do that whenever uh, everyone else is going on rides. If there's one person left, I talk to them. Like I get really in depth. Uh, I usual, like usually I won't uh, talk that like that much. And, but whenever there's like one person and everyone else is gone, it's, I think it's just easier for me to talk. I think it's probably because you're so relaxed that you didn't have to go ride that roller coaster or <laughs> yeah. something, and you're just feeling relief at the time, and so you become a chatterbox. Yeah. <laughs> that could be part of it. That is kind of part of it, My I think. My mouth is really dry right now. I'm sorry. Do you want some of this water? Here, have some of this water. And now it's going around the table. Gross germs. Um, all right, while my water gets passed around, um, let's move on to another interview question I had for you guys. Let's start with favorite, and let's say Disney, not Pixar, favorite Disney animated movie. And Garrett gets to start this one. Um, I really liked, wait, wait, is it Disney or can it be Pixar? This one's just Disney. Um, Disney. It's, it's hard to tell sometimes with me. Well, I'll help you if you don't. If you don't know the difference, um, you liked Frozen a lot. Would you say that's or I Moana? Liked Frozen. Moana. That's that your favorite. No, that's that's a Disney animated. Movie. That one was really good. Yep. I really liked that one. The animation for that one. Mm-hmm. It is good. Wait, what about? It's a new classic. You have any? Zootopia, Zootopia is a Disney animated film. Yeah. No, that one's my favorite. Okay. I love Zootopia. That's a good one. I love All how right. dark it gets. Okay, McKenna. I really love Ratatouille. That's a Pixar movie. I know it is, <laughs> but I really love Ratatouille. <laughs> Better than anything. That's your I favorite Disney movie. I know what Disney movie she likes. Lilo and Stitch. Oh, that one's favorite. Good. It's not. No. Mm. I like Pocahontas a lot. Okay. But, yeah, that's a good one. I don't like Pocahontas, too, because then she ends up going to well, the city, and I think that's, like, totally defeats yeah, the purpose that's of okay. John Smith leaving, but whatever. Yeah. I really like Pocahontas. Okay. What's yours? Yeah. Um, it, well, I think everyone knows. Mm-hmm. I am a huge bo- Beauty and the Booty, Beast. Booty and the Beast. Booty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast fan. Um, I love Belle. I yeah, love she's the your favorite fact princess. that she reads mm-hmm. and she's kind of a nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's just, she's herself the whole time. And, uh... And you can relate because you love a beast as well. No, mine's a lot more handsome than hers. So. <laughs> I would like to change my movie. Oh, okay. I really like... No changing. Shush. Okay, <laughs> okay so it's either... I've been thinking about it, and it's either between Fox and the Hound mm-hmm. or Robin Hood. 
Okay. Robin Hood's good. I love both of those movies. Fox and the Hound makes me cry every single time I watch it. Yeah. And Robin Hood's just so much fun. It is fun. Good music. Yeah. It's fun. So it's a tie between them. That's my favorite. Okay. And you, Justin? Mine's Lion King. Oh, wait. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, Lion King is really, really good. It's tough, though, because I would put Aladdin up there for me as well. Um, we did on the Nerd News Cafe podcast, we did a bracket, and I can't remember which one came out on top for me. I want to say it might have been Beauty and the Beast, actually, but that could be based on the brackets. But I'm going to say Lion King. And I, I think I answered this question, by the way, in episode two, and I don't know if my answer is the same. But right now, I feel strongly about Lion King. Yeah. I think... I don't think Moana's my favorite. I think Lion King is. Because okay. that one was like one of my uh, early childhood ones yep. that, that I still like to watch. Actually, I know that I did answer this because one of my favorite performance voiceover performances is Jeremy Irons' as Scar. I love Scar oh, that in that movie. Good. I love so, his songs. Yeah. Good songs. And and who who is it that made all those songs? I don't know that. It's Elton John. Elton John? Yeah. Good soundtrack. Yeah. By the way, best singer, um, maybe in my opinion, for Disney movies mm-hmm. is uh, Phil Collins. Right. So you should love Tarzan. I do. No, I love the soundtrack <laughs> of Tarzan and Brother Bear. Oh, interesting. Brother Bear might be the worst. What? No. What? No, that one was good. That one was really Okay, I just I wanted like to say that Tarzan should have had an English accent since Jane was English. It didn't make sense that he had an American accent. Just want to put that out there. But how dare you say <laughs> Brother Bear is not a good movie. Brother Bear was awesome. Brother Bear is amazing. It's, it's alright. What? You, that you tiny little that. bear is so and cute. You get out it's competing here. against a lot of <laughs> other good ones. It's in my top ten. But let's, let's move on. Okay. I'm going to move on to question number two, which is... This one, this one's a good one because I hope, I think we'll have different answers for this. In the Walt Disney World Resort, what's your favorite park, mommy? Sam. Epcot. Wow, really? Because there's alcohol from all different countries <laughs> and <Okay>. food. <laughs> all right. Epcot no, it ball. is fun though. It's not. I'm just messing with you because I knew you'd say that. But I do like, you know, like trying the different foods of the different countries, and I think their drinks are neat. Um, and I think Beer Garden is the coolest place ever. It was a great meal there. Had a lot of fun. Those guys with those big horns and their lederhosen. <laughs> that was cool. That and was we really, are German, really cool. so. Yeah, felt like we were back home. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett. I think uh, it's either Animal Kingdom or Magic Kingdom. If you had to pick. Uh, let's see. You have to pick a favorite child. I like. Yeah. (laughs) I like the whole like area of Magic Kingdom, but I really like the animals in Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um. No judgment. Magic. Okay, you're gonna go Magic Kingdom, Mm -hmm. McKenna. I don't. I the parks have been changing recently. They have. So I don't feel like I can um, pick a favorite at this point in time. So Why? I'll have to get back to you. Based on, that. on your on, on our trip, let's say, what was your favorite? Not the Animal Kingdom. <laughs> well, that was just because <laughs> you had a bad experience. Yeah. Um. Oh no, I don't know. I like Epcot a lot because okay. I like all of the technology stuff. I love, I love the Epcot. Let ball. me let me just tell you, I, as much as I, I think Epcot is really cool. As much as I love it today, <laughs> this is this is such an old timer thing to say. You should have seen it back in my day. 
Oh Epcot God. was such an amazing experience when it was still more like a World's Fair that you were going to, and they had all the exhibitions of technology, the the uh, the, the the pavilion, the bot, uh, what do they call it? The Wonders of Life Pavilion was still open, and Body Wars was there, and like I don't know, there was some really amazing stuff in Epcot back in those days. It's still great. It's even I'm, I would say there's some cooler stuff now with Soren and Test Track, but still. Yeah, I was about to say I think that Epcot is my favorite because. I really like Test Track even. Just that ride itself is a lot of fun. That was, that was really good. Yeah. And Tron now, Test Track. What was it before it was the Ellen ride? Well, I mean, it's always been Universe of Energy. Yeah. It just didn't have Ellen well, on like it before. The Ellen's of cool. And now... They added Ellen in. I delivered. Awesome. Well, I love Ellen. I, I delivered. Love Ellen the best. Also, but I just don't know if I want her in that particular well, ride. She's so this story. may be good or bad news for you. Universe of Energy is going to be closing, and it's becoming a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Um, no, not an Epcot. That needs to. That needs to go to Hollywood. I would agree with you, but that's yeah, Star Wars. Star Lord. So the story is that Star Lord apparently went to Epcot in 1982, and that's why they're tying it back. To okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that there was gonna, they were making uh, that. The, I thought they were already making the Guardians of the Galaxy. They have one in Disneyland. The Tower of Terror converted to the Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Oh, that was ride. Disneyland. Yeah, but they're not gonna do that at Disney World. I'm well, pretty yeah, sure the Tower keep, of Terror will stay the Twilight Zone. They've got to keep the Tower of Terror. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it changed, I mean, I have seen, I haven't been there, but I've seen the videos of the, it's like Mission Escape or something, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. It looks pretty awesome. It looks like a lot of fun, but I don't, I, I don't want them fun. to change the talent. Rocket here. In it? Yeah. yeah, Rocket's a big player in it, yeah. Um, I'm going to say, we're pretty Epcot heavy here. No love for the studios. I... I'm going to say, based on where the studios is heading, I know it's probably going to become my favorite park Yeah. when Galaxy's Edge so opens and Toy Story Land. Mm-hmm. Now, Toy, Toy Story Land, Land opens this summer. so freaking cool. Yeah. I've seen so much crap for Toy Story Land, and I'm thrilled. Yeah. So the Toy studios... Toy Story Land? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm sad the great movie ride's gone, but um, they're putting it like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway or something in there. Is the great movie Ride the Moon where Donald gets stuck at the end? No, that was Feel Her Magic. Oh. That's in the Magic Kingdom. Okay, good, because I really love that ride. What we're, the cool. great movie ride was the one where, do you remember we had somebody, there's a, you, you have like a oh, cast yeah, member ride with you, yeah. oh, and they do like a voiceover. That one was good. And the gangsters. Yeah, the gangsters, um, the cowboys. The gangster part scared me. The alien part scared me. Oh, yeah. This I, is alien. I, I enjoyed it because I like xenomorphs. What? They're slimy. They're mean. They're cool. They're evil. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the alien riff? Well, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. Scrap that. Um, I was going to do a spoiler. I'm not doing a spoiler. Don't do spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. What about... Let's talk about favorite characters. So think about this one. Looks like McKenna has one. Who's your favorite Disney character? I really love Remy the Rat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's just... He had so much hope. He really wanted to be a chef, and mm-hmm. he went out there, and, and he, he did got it. it. And he's a rat. <laughs> he's a little entrepreneur. Now McKenna's getting I'm emotional so, about so this one. Oh my god, he's a rat. <laughs> Let me tell you, emotional he is, teenager. Like, he's so strong. He's a leader of my generation. No. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Remy the Rat. Okay. A- amen. All right. All right, Garrett. Donald. Donald's your favorite. He's awesome. Okay. 
McKenna is a pretty good artist herself. She drew you a pretty cool Donald picture. I know you've mm-hmm. got that hanging in your room. Out of all the Disney characters, you yeah. want me to pick one? I want you to pick one. a favorite. Yeah. I mean, I'm like hands down in love with Belle. I think she's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and What if I made you pick a Fab Five favorite? Fab Five? Yeah. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy. Goofy. Pluto. Pluto. Oh, I see. So, it, w- it would probably be... Did you say Goofy? Yeah. McKenna picked Goofy. Yeah, Goofy's awesome. Garrett picked Donald. I'd probably go with Goofy. My favorite's always been Pluto. I love that dog. He's man's best friend. Mickey. No, Mickey's I love Pluto. Cool. Okay, I Mickey's don't understand great. how Goofy's a dog and Pluto's a dog. It's that weird. is a conversation for another day. Right. <laughs> it's kind of strange. <laughs> now, you said you were going to have us select a Pixar movie. Do we want to do that, too? Let's do that. Really well, we it's know Ratatouille from McKenna. Movie ever. Uh, he falls in love at Pixar the end. Pixar movies. Coco. Coco's Pixar, Coco. right? I'm pretty yeah, sure Coco's that's Pixar. Yes. Yeah, it is because it has a Pixar short. As Coco. They were playing that Frozen short. You guys didn't get to see that, did you? Uh, no, it wasn't in. They cut it off. Yeah, it was because it was like 20 minutes long. Oh. Quote unquote short. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Um. It's basically Frozen too. First, I have to ask: Is Tangled Pixar? No, that's Disney. Oh. Okay, so if it's not going to be Tangled, um, Brave is Pixar. I. I do like oh, Brave, good. but I really like Up. Up makes me cry. <sighs> Up is sad. Up is so good. My hot, well, hot take. Not, I'm not in the minority on this. Um, I really enjoy like the first 20 minutes of Up, and it's very emotional. It's crazy how that movie can jerk the tears out of your face in 10 minutes. Um, but the rest of the movie to me is kind of boring. Oh, I liked it. So, good. I know you like Doug. <laughs> and Kevin. You like Kevin, Kevin too. I love Kevin. Yeah. I, hands down, Pixar, best Pixar movie ever made is Wally. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you love Wally. I forgot Cars that. Cars is really good. Oh, Wally is amazing. I That's also one that is, is uh, early, like, um, yeah. Lion King, and I still watch well, it. Well, that was Garrett's first theater movie, was Wally. And remember, we got you a little. Um, uh, remote controlled Wally. Wally. It's, uh, I think it's still up there, mm-hmm. but I don't have the remote. Yeah, uh. he's still around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it's amazing with it, what they did with a movie that has such little dialogue. There's more in it that than you really think about because you know the captain talks a lot and there's some other characters in there that talk, I... but the main characters really do not speak in that movie. And and to make to tell such a story and pull such emotion out of it, what they were able to do with that movie was. Impressive. I love what the, like when they do that with shows and, and movies where a character doesn't speak but you know what they're saying. Yeah. I just I want to say that you, you know their feelings. Um the space scene with the fire extinguisher mm-hmm. where they're da- kind of dancing yeah, in space. That is one of the most beautiful it's gorgeous. cinematic pieces I've ever seen. It's gorgeous. And they're it, it's up there with a lot of the other it's pieces. up there. Yeah. Oh no! Stop. <laughs> it's just—it's so so great. Yeah. Any other favorites we want to talk about, or any other stories we want to we share? Talk more about ratatouille. No, we're not going to. That's enough ratatouille for you. You know, today. ratatouille is a poor man's dish. Just like in, it's really 
So it's just so good. There's so many layers. How about I make that for dinner tomorrow? I don't like ratatouille. <laughs> I know. Wait, what? I don't like the food. It's just like I don't an eat ogre. Poor it has man's layers. Dish. Okay. That's not a Disney movie. Keep that out of my podcast. Okay, DreamWorks <laughs> out of here. But I just everyone should appreciate how the critic was, he grew up eating ratatouille, mm-hmm. and it was just like his mother made because he grew up poor and then he came to wealth. But he was. He was has grown bitter from money. It's just so good. It's so good. I love Ratatouille. So good. Thank you, McKenna. I love Ratatouille. So Thank how do you feel about Ratatouille? I love, <laughs> love Ratatouille. Did you say you love? Like I love the dish. Love Ratatouille the movie. And I'm going to cook it for you tomorrow. Never. <laughs> it has too many tomatoes in it. <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> it does. She's anti-tomato. This podcast is not sponsored by tomatoes. McKenna would protest she'd never be on again i hate <laughs> tomatoes she hates tomatoes and loves ratatouille no we, we've got a pretty good idea about who you are who at this I? point i don't know who i, I just am. said it two do things we, do any of us really know who we are oh my I gosh mean, honestly. get your own podcast um <laughs> <laughs> garrett any final thoughts for today's episode um i like the nightmare before christmas yeah, that's a good one, too. That is good. How about you, Sam? Any closing thoughts? Take me back to Disney. That's right. And that's a good segue because right now the plan, and that's part of why we're doing this, we're, we're, you, we're cr- kind of crowdsourcing um, advice, and we're going to bring you all into this conversation as we do this podcast because we are going to go back to Disney in 2019 for not only our 10th anniversary, whoop, whoop. but, I mean... Uh, the other piece of information there is Galaxy's Edge is going to be open next year. So, Star Wars. Star Get your Wars. fast passes now because there's no way you're going to be able to ride anything once that thing opens. Do we have fast passes? <laughs> not not yet. yet. Get them. We're not in the window yet, is what Get I'll tell them. you. Yeah, we will. I promise. So that's part of it. But I think that this is probably a good place to stop for today. So this is just going to, you know, our. <laughs> Yeah, a groan from the peanut gallery. Our dog laying under the table there. Um, this is not going to be what the standard show is going to be like. As I mentioned, the, the, our typical show is going to be a little bit different than this. I hopefully will have Samantha with me hosting every time, but she may not always be able to make it. But at least one of these other characters will be with me, and it won't just you won't characters. just have to yeah you won't just have to listen to me talking to you off by myself every time. We'll be here. I can talk about Ratatouille the whole time and how I could talk about Ratatouille for hours. Well, why don't you start a Ratatouille podcast? It's so in depth. Like, there's so many things about it. (laughs) It's just so good. Everyone should buy Ratatouille and watch it a million times. Okay, there's your plug for the day. Are you you getting money from Ratatouille? Are they filtering cash to you somehow? Ratatouille is just such a great movie. I just, I love Ratatouille. All right, that's enough. That's enough of you. All right. So as I said initially, we want this to be an interactive show with the community. What was that over there? I'm plugging Pepsi. Don't plug Pepsi. You should drink it. Okay. You can reach out to us in a lot of different ways. We are on Twitter, and that is at Morning Monorail, not Monday Morning Monorail, 
Our Gmail is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. And then the voicemail, which I am giving out for the first time ever, is 407-917-2144. You can call in with your questions, suggestions, feedback, comments, whatever you want. And if you're interested in being part of the show and bringing a trip report or just coming on and chatting with us, let us know. Give me some contact info. Uh, an email will work, and I'll reach out to you, and, and then we'll... Um, we'll get connected and you guys can come on and, and join the conversation live. Be aware, if you leave me a voicemail, I may very well just put that audio right into the show. So uh, you, by leaving a voicemail, you are agreeing that you're fine with that. That is my verbal contract to you. Those are legal. Okay. <laughs> so um, so I would say just uh, the episodes one, two, and three are coming out. Um, all at once, you're going to get kind of a three-pack in our initial release on May 7th, and this will be part of that. Going forward, will be once a week. Of course, the shows will come out on Monday morning, and I invite you to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever it gets you, you get... How can I say it without stuttering? Wherever you get your podcast, because we are going to be on all of the venues, Podbean, all those things. And enjoy the ride with us. It's going to be fun. We're really looking forward to it. Give us five stars. Five stars on iTunes. That's right. Thanks, people. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like this is our stop. We'll see you next week. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, suggestions, and feedback on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. See you real soon.